Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. Do. I don't have my list. No, I googled it. That's all. Yeah. That was the X Men. It just looks titles. like there are more. I forget that sometimes. Like, ah. Uh, you classify um, Deadpool as an X Men movie. Mm-hmm. So I would think it's its own thing. They just happen to shit on the X Men the entire time. But yeah, I forget. I, that's I forget how, it's part of it. Yeah. So this is not really. Is it? I mean, yeah. It's, I don't count. It. I think it's its own thing. I just it think really he is just hates thing. the X Men. Yeah. It's the kind of character where it can be, and it also like can just be its own thing, depending on what they want to do. Yeah, and the character breaks the fourth wall anyway. Yeah, but so. if Hugh Jackman as Wolverine did not make it in those movies, technically, in both. Well, his face is in one of them. Although the post credit scene of uh, Deadpool 2, where he goes back yeah, in time... but didn't really make it the it first one, except for the Hugh Jackman reference. Oh. Are we recording yep. now? Cause but, like, Hugh Jackman I am recording. as a <laughs> <No>. person <laughs> has made it in, like, every single one. So we were I having feel, such. I feel like that's the standard X Men movies. Hugh Jackman. Yes. If yeah. he's in it, it's an yeah. X Men movie. Yeah. yeah. If he isn't, it isn't. So we were having such a good conversation about Seemingly King Kong X Men movie yeah. <laughs> and Godzilla well, that I just started recording. The so we're Greatest Showman. Night at the Museum Three. He's in Night at the Museum Three. What yeah. Was the third one? Yeah. They go to London. Oh. But it's Wait, like there was a third one? Yeah. Yeah, they should stop. Where the hell was that been? You just gotta stop. But they all the do. all the people escape and they end up in this theater where Hugh Jackman is. Oh yeah. Performing. But Hugh they... Jackman. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But there it's Hugh Jackman acting as a uh, in like Camelot, but then it's actually Hugh Jackman. But then he acts like he's Wolverine because he's Hugh Jackman, even though he's in the movie. It's I think, very I weird. I think you lost yourself. <laughs> you definitely lost yourself. Yeah, your I think you repeated yourself. <laughs> what else? So now, now we have to rank it. Night at the Museum 3 in our X-Men movie rankings. Yes. I mean, Les Miserables and The Greatest Showman. <laughs> so anyway, two minutes in. <laughs> it's only been two minutes? Only been two minutes. Oh, God. We've ranted for longer in past episodes, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. So I just started recording because we were having a great, great conversation. But we are talking all about the X-Men this episode because Dark Phoenix was released this weekend. Um, despite despite no, how yet. well it did or didn't do, we're still going to talk about the X-Men in general because the X-Men are awesome. Now, Joe, I, I don't know if this ever, has ever come up on the podcast or not, but you, you are a big X-Men fan, correct? I am. That Thanks for noticing. Been. I don't think I've ever mentioned that. No. Yeah. That was a greatly it's... timed dad joke. I think... I just, that was perfect. With Father's Day coming up, even though you're not a father, that was perfect. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that made it, like, episode two. Sure no, no. Episode one. It. Didn't we do a favorite character sure. or something? I'm pretty yeah, sure. and then I tied in the Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same universe. Same universe. Oh, we've established just... Marvel Therapy Group exists in its own canon. Yes. So, yes, it is the same universe. <laughs> we exist in the same universe as the MCU, Golden Girls, and Godzilla. And yeah. Scooby-Doo, of course. Oh, Scooby-Doo, yeah. Scooby-Doo. Wait, were you going to say something? Yeah, you said earlier that the last time we were all together was, like, 
the second episode. Yeah, first or second episode. <laughs> so this is impressive. Long <laughs> yeah. It's been a long year. All four of us are here. I don't even know when I was what last episode year. are we on now? It's like 39. Uh, are we that far? No. We're like 37. Wow, I skipped like 30 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the you were in the quantum realm. Yeah. So it's like no time has passed. <laughs> oh, great. It's been like, what, five minutes? Right. Is that what it is in Quantum Realm? It's whatever it wants for, to be. It was five hours for Scott Lang. For five years. Yeah. So. Oh. So, so every f- hour is a year? Only for him. Oh, for him. Just because he was in that billion and one loophole thing. Just for the record, this is episode 37. Because I don't even know nice. how episodes <laughs> Um, if you've been listening for the past 36 episodes, you know us, but just in case, I am Joe. I'm Jack. I'm Haley. I'm Connor. Great. So that's <laughs> established. <laughs> Great! <laughs> Delicious. Um, yeah, so we love talking about Marvel, and we're going to talk about the X-Men, which I'm stoked about. <laughs> I just looked it up. Alright, okay. <laughs> the ratings for Dark Phoenix suck. Yes. 74% like the movie. Oh. Oh, oh was it, it one of those things where the critics rate it bad, but the audience yeah. likes it? Oh, but, like, okay. it's not great for the audience, but that's not terrible. Not terrible. It's an article. It's, like, the worst-rated X-Men movie and in it, the history. And yeah. it got a 6 out of 10 for IMDb. Oh, really? Is that good. high? That's fine. What, what was it for Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> 22%. Oof. 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 I've seen lower. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, from what I, I just, saw from the, the... No, you go ahead. No, no, you go. No, no thank you. Yep. Uh, I was just gonna say from the from the, what I was reading from the critics, so what it seemed like they kind of went between the critics. Either were just like, it's not as bad as you think it was gonna be, but it's bad. Mm. To no, it's just bad. That appeared to be like the range of reviews. Well, there are also so many bad X Men movies that I've heard it's not the worst, it's not the best. Yeah, I feel like the audience's expectations are just so low that we don't expect anything good from the movie, so it's like, alright, that was passable. Yeah. It, <laughs> for our expectations. Even just the trailer, I was like, I cannot get hyped about this. Really? Well, because one of the scenes she was like, but it feels good, oh, and I was that's like... that's such a bad line. <laughs> I was like, alright, if you're gonna say a bad line, at least say it with a little bit more emotion, it felt, it feels good. Like, Jesus. <laughs> like, come on. I kind of thought the trailers looked good, Jeez. but that might have just oh, been you like, all right? the only <laughs> good parts of the movie. Oh my god! I hope the mic picked that up. <laughs> that was so... probably louder than my voice. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, I've never really seen Sophie Turner in anything else, but since I don't watch Game of Thrones, I'm probably mm. like the only person in the world that doesn't watch it. Oh, no, you don't watch it either. I don't watch it. You don't. Okay, I so I don't feel so bad. She's, she's, she's probably good in that, is she? She's good in Game of Thrones. She's not... Yeah. I don't know if she just... They told her to act bad and that's what she's doing or maybe that's her act, actual acting no ability. Maybe she could only movie. act in like medieval stuff. I don't know. I think no one wanted to be in the movie and they were all just like, let's get that paycheck. I think I agree with her. Let's really. move on. That's what it felt like a little bit. I want to make Did you see it? it? No, just with the trailers. Oh, the, okay. The trailers yeah. are kind of like what I knew from behind the scenes. That's to be, kind of, to be clear, none of us have seen scary. Dark Phoenix. <laughs> no. None of us anticipate seeing Dark Phoenix. None of us anticipate seeing Willingly. Because <laughs> we're bad fans. <laughs> well, Because yeah, no, all the reviews are like, Jennifer Lawrence doesn't want to be there. No, she never wanted to be there. I mean, I wonder how soon they oh. kill her off. She's supposed to be the one that they kill off, right? Yeah, that was re- they revealed that before the movie. 
We all knew what it was. I didn't even hear that. I've been ignoring it so much. Well, because even like the way that they filmed the trailer, she was like, she was my best friend, and they said something, they dropped it, like a major hint that it was her, and I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. There was like a scene where she gets pushed back by the Phoenix. Oh, yeah. A hard cut to like a funeral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so. I wonder how they kill her. It's it's so weird. It looks like she was like starting to lose control in this street. And all the X Men are like, "What's happening?" And Mystique goes up to her, to Jean, because they're best friends somehow. They've known each other for like a movie, <laughs> but they're best friends. And Mystique like goes to hold her hand. She's like, "I'll always be here." And then Jean explodes and throws Mystique back. Well, to play devil's advocate, all these movies take place ten years apart, so I guess they've known each other for ten years at this point. That's true. Despite the fact that everybody is supposed to be playing characters that are 10 years older yet they yet never they age. don't age like they only have one big event every 10 years Fassbender and uh mcavoy are supposed to turn into stewart and mckellen in like five years <laughs> yeah <laughs> true well, great then... <laughs> well it's like uh oh no never mind i forgot why it just literally just went out of my head because this one takes place in the 90s right yeah and then x-men takes place in 2000 <laughs> it's gonna be a rough couple of years for those two <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, crazy. yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I don't think they thought that through. <laughs> no. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, that's so bad. The last where they're both, like, de-aged. Like, these... <laughs> they, oh, like what one? they did for um, in Star Wars when they brought back the... Uh, what was it? Oh, it was in Rogue One when they brought back Carrie Fisher as, like, the original one from, like, the, the New Hope. And she was... Oh, yeah, we saw that, right? Yeah. The computer, they CGI'd her. Right. Yeah. Hope. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, no, because they, like, smoothed out their features and were like, they're younger now. <laughs> well, no, it's what they, it's what they did to Michael Douglas them. in the Ant-Man and Wasp. Yep. But they, they actually did a good job on that. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a really tough few, next few years for them. I maybe maybe just the impact of uh, Mystique dying was just so <laughs> much for them that they just rapidly <laughs> aged. <laughs> I haven't watched it but youtube keeps recommending the uh the like quicksilver scene uh-huh oh yeah and i'm not sure if it's like the whole scene but i'm like i'm not gonna watch it because that might be the one good part of the movie do you think it's the one from the trailer where they, sh- where he- they show him running on like, yeah but i platforms. think it's the full clip uh-huh was out before the movie <laughs> and i'm not sure it. if it's the whole what if the movie was it. just the trailer like you sat in there and it was like a minute and a half <laughs> like, all right <laughs> Woo! that would be pretty good be a better movie yeah probably <laughs> Um, in that scene, did, did, did anyone else notice that Gene, so he's supposed to be running really fast because he's Quicksilver, but Gene, <laughs> she moves a platform away from him. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, but she's <laughs> on the internet now. It, it's very much like Justice League. It's going to be my text tone. <laughs> running really fast and Superman being like, I see you. Yeah, that's what it felt like. That was weird. If he's running that fast, but Gene can see him and move a platform out, so he just falls, I guess. I don't know. Did she see him running normally? I don't know. Or did she see him running at that slow speed? Is she powerful enough that he doesn't slow things down when she doesn't see him? Oh, you know what it could be? If she's using telekinesis to hold him back, then then it would be, like, he's moving, he's running, he's using his powers, but... She's making him go slow. Because, you know, the Phoenix would definitely be powerful enough to do that. But yeah, that's what I figured. Then that would be, like, really awkward if the Quicksilver scene was just in slow motion. 
Yeah. But just for him. Just for him. And everyone else. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Everyone was just like, what the hell are you doing today, man? Dude. Yeah. Dude, what are you, you smoking? <laughs> you have one job. It's like um, in, uh, what was it, Mystery Men? Yes. When the guy could go invisible, but no one could look at him when he goes invisible. Yeah. So anytime anyone looked at him, he became un- uninvisible. Like, yeah. That's word right That was actually a good movie. I yeah. really didn't expect it to be a good movie, but it I was. T- I keep telling you it was a good movie. That yeah. was like the pre-Marvel. That was like the first movie. I think that was like one of the first Super Mario movies. Like that. So what else do we want to talk about for X-Men? Uh, what would you use that for? But, oh my god. But, Invisibility. But you With could, someone <laughs> looking at you and not being invisible. I, I don't remember if it was... I, it, he couldn't turn invisible with him them looking at him, but I don't know if they, they, they could look at him and then he wouldn't turn invisible. Like, he would, uh, he would go back to normal? I right. don't know. I think, if they uh, I, he just, like, I, I think he couldn't turn invisible okay. with people staring at him. So, like, if I could like... turn invisible, like, you guys are all looking at me now, like, he wouldn't be able to do it. But I think if you guys looked away and then looked back at me, I think he'd still be invisible. I just don't think okay. he could initially jump. I don't know. Okay. I thought it was, like, it's, like, Schrodinger's cat. Uh-huh. So it's like, okay, you're not invisible, but well, I there was away, also... and now you're invisible <laughs> well, because if I you can't watch... see you. Well, if you watch the movie, it was really stupid. It was, a, it was a comedic one. There was, like, a guy called the Spleen, and he had, like, super farts, <laughs> and he pulled his finger, he super farted, and there was a guy called the Shoveler. Who was just Ra- good at shoveling. Yeah, the Blue Raja had forks. <laughs> so, and then Ben Stiller didn't really have a power. It was no. more like he just pretended to get mad. And he couldn't get mad anymore. And it was—it's actually a good. It was actually a good movie. And then the other woman with the bowling ball that had her, had her murdered father's skull. Oh yeah, the bowler. That's probably what she was called. And Frankenova. What is it? What? Fra- Casanova Frankenstein was a villain. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then so they this had- is like Sky High on crack. Yeah. Like yeah, for old people, it was before Sky High. So it kind of sounds like a mix of like Sky High and a uh, superhero movie. It's like what Sky High would be like in fifty years after they got out of high school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you should watch. You should watch it though. It actually it is a pretty entertaining movie. But I know it's nothing to do with the X Men, but it's <laughs> yeah. just, he just runs slow. He's the only one that sees that. Everyone else sees him just running slow. <laughs> like just walking next to him and being like, yeah. are you okay? Yeah. But he still thinks he's moving really yeah. well. <laughs> so, I swear, if that is it, I'm so done. How funny, though, would that be, though? Like, it's secretly, like, the best X-Men movie they've ever made, and everyone's just shitting on it because they go in there with bad expectations, so they think it's bad. Yeah. But in reality, it's, like, an awesome movie, but everyone's like, oh, this is going to be horrible anyway. So they're just sitting there, and they're just like, wow, this sucks, and it's, like, a, the, the best X-Men movie, which is not true. There's... <laughs> Well, it was really since, inspiring for a second. Since none of us actually saw the movie for this recording, I actually went and talked to a fan who did see the movie. My roommate Justin and I actually brought a video where we I get his reaction to the movie. What so did you think? Did you listen to it? Yeah, you want we'll just play it right now. Hello Marvel Therapy Group. This is Jack doing an interview outside of the recording. So When I learned we were doing an episode about the X-Men, but none of us had seen X-Men Dark Phoenix, I knew I needed to find a a fan who actually did. And lucky for me, I knew just the guy, my roommate, Justin. Hello, this is Justin, back with more fabulously spicy takes. Happy to be a part of it. So, Justin, you saw this movie opening night, so would you call yourself this franchise's biggest fan? Well, I'd certainly call myself a better fan than you, Jack. That's true. Maybe you should be running this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I should. (laughs) Um, yeah, well, 
I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that my hype for this one was uh, particularly enhanced in any real way. Um, I'm uh, certainly, as as I've prattled on about on numerous occasions, uh, First Class is among my favorite superhero movies, and I've always had a soft spot for the X Men. But um, honestly, I don't really like the Dark Phoenix storyline all that much. Like even going back to the comics, I. I feel that once you go that far into, like, Claremont's whole, like, space opera thing, you sort of lose sight of what the X-Men are supposed to be about, and it doesn't really do that much for me. Um, actually, I actually kind of prefer how it's handled in The Last Stand, when it's handled more so on the basis of dynamics between characters, and you bring in the whole nature versus nurture thing. And Now, make no mistake, X-Men 3 is not a great movie. It's not even a good movie, many might say, but, um, it was certainly better than this, Jack, I'll tell you what. This, uh, well, I'm not, I'm not mad with X-Men Dark Phoenix. I, 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 I'm just disappointed. That'd be a motorcycle. That would be a motorcycle. Probably, probably motorcycling away from a, a viewing of X-Men Dark Phoenix. Just, it's crazy, it just drove right through our, our high-quality recording studio. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, you know, uh. You know, it's prime real estate, but uh, I always get you in the end. Just let anybody in here now. Yeah. So, yeah. so Justin, why don't you tell me a little bit about the plot of this movie? Well, uh, the plot, I, I, I would advise you about the twists and surprises this movie contains, uh, of which there are a few, but... Uh, Let's keep it spoiler-free. No, that's, that's, the, that's the joke, you see, because uh, they showed a big one in the trailers. Is, is anything in the trailers fair game? Yeah, go for it. Mystique dies, Jack. Mystique, she, 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 she dies right off. It's in the trailers. And I know this because you see it in the trailer. You see a shot of her flying backward after a confrontation with the Phoenix in the trailers. And then you do a hard cut to a funeral. And uh, this isn't a movie clever enough to subvert your expectations, I'll tell you that much. No, no. Um, so, so the plot is sort of... It's bad. There isn't one. Um, it, it, it's a lot of Sophie Turner crying and uh, and being sad and uh, and talking to herself sort of aimlessly and in no real no real consequential way. Um, you remember? Uh, you, you hear a lot of the stuff leading up to the release. She talked a lot about how she studied patients with uh, with multiple personality disorder, or she went into New York City and and did one of those like audio enhancement things to sort of deal with like like sensory overload. And and I read statements like that, and I was fondly uh, reminded of uh, the Jared Leto uh, lead up to uh, the Joker, in which he um yeah, yeah it's. I, I wish I could say the two performances were comparable, but I, I, I think I think more fondly of Jared Leto Joker by comparison. Um, and it, it's it's just like, look, I'm sure she's a lovely person, and as you and I have discussed on many occasions, we'd uh, we'd love to have uh, done the whole uh, Sophie's Choice contest in which we uh, got to see this movie with her. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe maybe smoked some of her weed with her as she uh, so famously flaunts, but. Um, <laughs> She, she just, I, I, I don't know, the one thing that I think even people that didn't like X-Men 3, and obviously the comparisons are warranted, is that Famke Jansen was having a boatload of fun. Like, because she gets to go from, like, playing, you know, like, sweet, innocent Jane, Jean Grey to, like, going completely unhinged and doing all sorts of crazy shit and turning people to dust before it was cool. 
And, uh, you know, she I think she turns in like a genuinely good performance in a movie that isn't great. Um, but this one, it's it's just, it's all in the back of poor Sophie Turner, who I don't think, who I don't think had the, had the right stuff to handle it. Now, keep in mind, I, I didn't really, this was mostly the ensemble of Apocalypse coming back. And as we all know, X-Men Apocalypse is a crock of shit. Um... <laughs> So really, I was only seeing this at this point for what goodwill I still had from McAvoy and Fassbender, and they were still they they were still doing their best in a in a movie that everyone looked like they were under serious duress of. Like uh, Jessica Chastain looked uh, looked to be in pain. Um, I will not reveal to you the nature of her role, but I will instead give you the names that she that her character had in marketing, which were Smith and Alien. Those were two uh, names used as uh, you know, no public uh, for for public production stuff, and uh, you can make your assumptions from there. But yeah, she doesn't. Well, that could mean anything. That 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 could mean that could literally mean anything. There are many aliens in the Marvel universe, Jack. Many. Maybe she's a scroll. She's not. She's not a scroll. Could be. Yeah, she she could be, but you know they're sneaky. She, they, they they are sneaky, so sneaky that they've snuck over from a from Captain Marvel to an even less interesting film. <laughs> but um, um, but yeah, you know, it's the classic uh, X-Men find themselves in a regular in a regular civil war situation of sorts over over what to do with Jean Grey when she goes off the deep end and starts and starts murdering their own. Um, set in the 90s, doesn't really matter, but you know, Fastbender and McAvoy are supposed to be playing like 60 plus year old men and they don't really they don't really look it. It almost leaves you questioning what the point of any of this was. There's no answer to that question. That was, no, that, no. That, was that was the meme there. All in all, I would give Dark Phoenix from a from a plot perspective a, a, a one and a half out of five, in that it is bad and it makes me sad. But you know what? Uh, like real talk, I saw Fan Four Stick. Fantastic Four 2015. I saw that. I saw that movie in theaters, and that movie too had a uh, Simon Kimberg's grubby little paws all over it. Um, and that was a broken film. In many ways, it broke me as a person. Um, this movie wasn't that bad. What wasn't wasn't as bad as all that. I, I don't mean it wasn't that bad in that it wasn't the worst thing ever made because because it was. Um, but it wasn't as bad as Fan Stick because some of the goodwill. From the X Men as characters accumulated over some of these over some you, you know what I'll give you that some of these other movies is still there. I think the X Men are really interesting characters, and I think if they if they get all their eggs in one basket uh, over in Marvel, um, go for more of a like serialized route. Um, I, I think there's the chance for the X Men to be something uh, really not only not only really special when in the right hands, but like consistently special to the point where we're not going from like some of the best movies ever made, some of the worst movies ever made. And one last hot take for you. There are a lot of people that are going to say that Daisy Future Past, or no, Dark Phoenix is Apocalypse's fault. Like, Apocalypse was a bad movie, and it led to Dark Phoenix being over in an even worse movie. But I'm going to throw the blame at Daisy Future Past, a movie which jumped the gun from Matthew Vaughn's planned trilogy, got... Actual, I've got actual jerk Brian Singer back into the mix, and uh, you know, I, it, it's just you big fantastical ideas. The original trilogy coming back, but you know, 
it, it, it doesn't mean anything. The, the, the writing just sort of went off the rails there. It's funny because the final act of Dark Phoenix is an actual train wreck. And um, it, it was just all downhill from there. They, they got super excited at the chance to do a big, wacky time travel story and bring back the original cast for a little, like, you know, added flair. But, but the thematic meaning behind it was gone. And I guess, I guess that's where we are with Dark Phoenix. It's just sort of a, a cobbled together conclusion that, you know, really wanted to be an Avengers Endgame, but, but was not an Avengers Endgame. It was just the, the end of my enjoyment of these films. And that's no game. I just wait. So yeah, that's my thoughts on uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Don't see it. If you've already seen it, I'm sorry. Well, Justin, thank you for being a better fan than us and taking one for the team on this one. Uh, you, you, really you, appreciate it. You know, when I, I guess you can say when it comes to being a fan of these movies, I'm a, I'm exceptional at it. Uh, it's, 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 it's an X pun. We're not going to get to make those for a little while because they're they're not going to make another X Men movie. So, for Justin, a while. before I let you go, just because we're doing that in this episode, what is your favorite X Men movie? Well, uh, well on a positive note. Okay. My favorite X-Men movie is First Class. And I ranked all I, I went ahead and I ranked all the X-Men movies uh, after seeing Dark Phoenix. And obviously Dark Phoenix was uh, was down at the bottom. But um, now Lo now Logan is an exceptional film. I think it's really good. I think it's a really grounded, subdued, mature take on the material. I think it's weird that it ever happened, and I'm glad that it, it did and it, it turned out so well. But I guess as far as what appeals to me most, like, of the source material and as a fan of the X-Men, uh, between both, like, you know, the 60s setting and, and Fassbender and McAvoy playing Xavier and Magneto as the protagonists as they should be, you know, you know, playing off of one another with those perspectives, and it was just sort of a, a creative, like, like, fun little movie, and I really like, I really like First Class. I would have liked to have seen the rightful sequel to it, but, uh... Alas, all we got was, like, spurned potential and sadness in my heart. And that is what I will think of when I think of Dark Phoenix. You tried to, you tried to lift me up, but you brought up a better movie, and now I just feel sad again. So thank you. All right. Well, thanks again, Justin. And this is Ben. What's a good name for this segment? Uh, like Gabin with Justin. Yeah, Justin. Justin's Review Corner. <laughs> Corner spelled with a corner spelled with a K or something. You know, it's like a wacky spelling. All right, and now back to the Marvel Therapy Group. Yay! <laughs> First class is among my favorite superhero movies, and I've always okay. We're not listening to that anymore. <laughs> the fact that he just said First Class is his favorite superhero movie. He said it's oh, not his favorite. Oh, it's what? not. I did I not hear that. No, he did say it was one of his favorite. Go back. Wait, we're ending. We're ending it. Of all the superhero films in the again. world, actually, enhanced in any real way. Um, I'm uh, certainly, as as I've prattled on about on numerous occasions. Uh, First Class is among my favorite superhero movies, and I've always had a soft spot for the X-Men, but, um... Look, okay. look, look at him, he's like, he's yeah. like oh, crap. I have a soft spot for the X-Men, too, but I don't get behind their movies. Which I think makes me a bigger fan, because I can... One of the better X-Men films, sure. One of the best superhero films, no. I like how Ooh. Jack was so hyped about this, and he's just... <laughs> he hates the first cast, and we're just like, nope, nope. <laughs> I mean, I thought that we needed somebody who actually saw the movie. Cool. We're going to all see this it movie sucks. and then lie through our teeth. Huh? More like grit.
our teeth. <laughs> we don't have to rank them, but we, um, just to add on to this episode for a little, oh, a little bit more. Yeah, like, what are your favorite moments in the X-Men movies, or what are your favorite X-Men movies? Didn't we just mean you watch the second one? Yes, yeah. it was the second one, because I didn't remember the second one. Yeah. Um, well, my... I think it was the first... The first one was with the Ellis Island, right? Right. Yeah. My favorite was when they fried Toad. <laughs> yes. They fried Toad, shot him out, and then fried him. That's one of the most iconic lines, too. Do you know what happens to a Toad when it's stuck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a good. It's stupid in retrospect, but it was a typical two thousand like, line. Like, right, it's yeah. a fun line, but also it's like when you think about it, you're like, what okay. <laughs> Duh, of course Thanks. it's the same thing happens to everything else. <laughs> good job, Storm. I like I like that moment. It was a good moment. The I first think that two... whole scene was a good. That whole fight scene at the yeah. was good. Yeah, when they're in the museum. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. We get to see their powers really good, which is, like, better than we've ever seen them. Like Cyclops. Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Jean's powers are great. She's just throwing people around. Storm comes out of an elevator. I mean, Jean could sneeze in that movie, and you'd be like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's great. True. That's that true. true. <laughs> I think Jean could do no wrong. Jean can't do could kill the wrong. entire team of X-Men, and you'd be like... I'm sure she she's had a still reason. an X-Men. She could literally do nothing in the yeah. movie. Just pan to her like sitting in a chair and you'd be like, great performance. <laughs> Academy <laughs> Award. But I think we have to be clear that it's because of Spamke Jansen. Yeah. <laughs> if I saw Dark Phoenix, I don't think I'd be saying that. Nothing against Sophie Turner, but like you don't know. The writing's yeah. gone downhill. <laughs> the first two movies are really good. She's visually she's visualizing visually pleasing in that movie. Sophie Turner or Famke Jansen? Famke Jansen. Love Famke Jansen. <laughs> Hence the picture on your wall, signed by her. <laughs> yeah. As Jean Grey. As Jean Grey. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Does she have an accent? Not really. Not She's really? like, she just sounds proper. Surprised you yeah. only have one. One picture Actually. of Jean Grey? I'm surprised you didn't turn that in the wallpaper. <laughs> I thought you'd have more, honestly. I have a picture of Cyclops. Not, si- not signed, though. No, that's just, that's just a painting thing. She's Polish, I think, right? Famke? I don't know. It sounds Polish. <laughs> Doesn't it? It's, I, it think, does. I think she's... I think she's Polish. After um, after The Last Stand, the X-Men movies just aren't good. Well, The Last Stand was the I decline. Thought, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I definitely get that. You have a spot whole, for that. I, you have a bias for that movie. I do have a bias. That whole fight scene at the end was just like, really? It dragged on and it was so over the top. I do have a bias for that movie because I saw it in theaters when I was like 10, 9, 6, 9. Namaste. In 06? <laughs> yeah, it came out in 06. 06. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, we did this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw it in theaters when it was 9, and Jean Grey has always been one of my favorite X Men. No so, way. Yeah, so when she, after watching that at 9 years old and three people died, I came out crying in the middle of the mall, and her mom had oh. to be like, "It's okay, they." It, who they all who died happy. in that? It was. It was. Who died in that movie? Cyclops. Cyclops. Xavier. And Jean. Oh, that's right. So yeah, I have a bias, even though it's definitely not how the Dark Phoenix saga goes. That was when he picked up the Golden Gate Bridge, yes! right? Yes, so it this, just lifts it up and yeah. brings it over to. So uh, I feel like even like though Alcatraz. that's his powers, manipulating manipulating metal and whatnot, mm-hmm. I feel like that would kill him. Nah. Are you sure? 
I'm sure. Because I feel like you ha- your powers, you have some sort of, like, limit. Not really, for Magneto. He's had, like, decades to master his powers, too. Yeah, we also see him in that movie just crush a police car with his... Yeah, well, closing well his you can't compare a police car and a Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> yeah. Those are two very different things. I'm mean, gonna have to side with Connor on that one, Joe. I wasn't comparing it, I'm just saying. Well, we also well you were like, he house. crushed a cop car. And then all bets are off in, like, Apocalypse, because they just made him literally, like, destroy the entire world. I didn't see Apocalypse. <laughs> we're talking about Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> Ian McKellen. <laughs> Oh yeah, Ian McKellen listens to this podcast. Oh yeah, that's that's part of the Marvel therapy group canon. Yeah, he has our T-shirt. <laughs> it's like Ian, you're on five. Not now. I'm listening to my podcast. <laughs> Deadpool's good though. I like the first. I don't like the second one as much. Oh, I like the second one better. But I granted, I've only seen Deadpool one once. Deadpool is definitely, like, one of those movies that, like, you see once you're kind of good with. Mm. Like, you watch it on, like, sometimes they have it on TV and it's so stupid to watch on TV. Yeah, it doesn't really hold up. Well, because they have to bleep no, out I words. I love watching the... Oh, no, I just bought it. What? <laughs> I just love watching the gory scenes. You like the part oh, when he uh, takes when he cuts off his arm, his finger, <laughs> and it's uh, the middle my finger? favorite, I'm pretty sure it's, like, 16 seconds of the movie, is just... The splat against the overhead sign, and then getting his head chopped off by a motorcycle chain. They have a loop of that for like two hours on YouTube. And I want that to feel better. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. We were watching it once, and your mom was in the room, and you were dying watching this guy fall off the street sign, and your mom no, had to leave. My dad, like, I think my dad was in the room, my mom would never even get close. <laughs> so, who. I Sorry, how do you think. The X Men should be introduced in the MCU. How do you think it's gonna happen? A panel. What? A panel discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mulls it down. Uh, I don't know. With the random remaining Avengers and the X Men come in, they're just like, "All right, ask us questions. We're gonna introduce ourselves." Well, isn't the Stork Stork <laughs> <laughs> the Stark headquarters up in in upstate New York? It's in yes. New York. Well, oh, Avengers well, the Avengers in upstate. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, upstate. Why don't they just have them down the street? And Sorry, I did dinner. air quotes. You can't say that in a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> upstate in quotes. Um, they just do it upstate. Time over for dinner or something. I don't know. <laughs> They're That'd both in New York. <laughs> I mean, first. Well, actually, you no. Know, it's Deadpool to the X Men. Well, there, yeah. it's no longer it's no longer there anymore because Thanos That's true. obliterated the crap out of it. So yeah, he took out all. He basically destroyed it. Yeah. I think that, yeah, introducing Deadpool first, I think, would be good, because then you can break the fourth wall and kind of explain to the audience, like, hey, this isn't going to be neat. <laughs> break the fourth wall. Break the fourth wall. I think this is breaking the fourth wall, not this. This is like a tire. I don't, I talk with my hands. I appreciate that. Things. Nobody can see this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you were trying to tell me to hurry up by spinning your fingers. No, you were going like this, you're like, breaking the fourth wall, and I was like... Is that how you break walls? <laughs> yeah, you, you roll your fingers. Steamroll through a wall. What yeah, kind of... You just keep, like, hitting it, and very gradually it'll eventually break. Yeah. What... This is why you live in West Hartford. Yeah, you can yeah. use that. For the <laughs> and say what you, you figured have. it out. Meow. I made the hole for the elevator. So I don't think any of you read X-Men comics, but what... Like, what would you want to see in the movies, in future movies? What? You, what? What? What kind of stories would you want to see? 
I'm sorry, that was a very broad question. We were literally just talking about the X-Men in the uh, MCU, and then you're like, what would you like to see in the movies? And I was yeah. like, what movies? X-Men or... The new... In an, an, an X-Men movie. Yeah. What do you want to see? I want to see Cyclops. Okay. Doing. <laughs> Saying. Haley, let me take this one <laughs> word at a time, all right? I just said it out loud accidentally. <laughs> Not realizing that I had to follow it up with something. <laughs> Thank you, Haley. You don't, though. You want to see Cyclops. That's cool. Um, I'm staring at them right now. I kind of want to see, uh, like, Emma Frost a little Ooh, bit more. Yes. Like, introduce, like, I don't know, we, I don't, you probably know what it's called, like, secondary characters a little bit more. Yeah. Not necessarily, like, Cyclops and Jean Grey and all that stuff. Like, introduce some of the other ones, like, the minor-ish kind of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. In a way. Because I feel like you, you're just going to keep rebooting the series. You're just going to have the same handful of people all the time. Like people, we all we already know who they are. You know, it's like beating a dead horse at this point. But it'll be kind of yeah, cool to see like, some secondary people like Jambalaya, not Jambalaya. Jubilee. Yes. Jubilee. <laughs> Jambalaya. <laughs> Jubilee eating Jambalaya. As you can tell, I don't read the comic book, so. That'd be cool. I think that they should do that because, you know, like we've seen 19 years of X-Men movies. So they should do like minor characters. Yes. To work the X Men into the MCU. Yeah. Do you want um, a little hand? Yeah, no, we're not gonna. <laughs> I get very emotional. Actually, in the Uncanny X Men series that's going on now, they're kind of doing that. They have like a very minor Ooh. set of X Men, but they're getting frustrated. They're like, "We've been X Men for years. Why do people just go to like Jean and Storm?" Which is interesting. Like, well, the, ori- the, the original series, the original movies did. They they incorporated some people like Kitty Pride. She was a minor character in the first one. Remember they? Uh, yeah. She just grabbed her book and ran through a wall. Yeah. And you're like, oh well, there you go. <laughs> and then they had um, well, Ellen Page play her. Mm-hmm. So, they they have done some. I think no, there was another one, didn't they? They had Colossus. Yeah, Colossus. But Colossus was in Deadpool. That was cool. Deadpool two. Can I ask, what, what don't you like about First Class? Because when I thought we were ranking these movies, I had First Class pretty high up on my really? list. Really? Yeah. I don't like First Class just because it's... I don't... They didn't get any anything right in terms of people's storylines. Is that the one with Trask? No, no it's Days of Future one. Past. That, um... Oh, the Cuban like, Missile like Crisis. It? Yeah, that's yeah. the Cuban yeah. Missile yes. Crisis. Yes, no, no, I, no, I didn't say I didn't hate it. <laughs> He's the one that said he didn't like those ones. Well, you turned off the video when he said I, when Justin said he liked uh, X-Men for him. First Class. For him. He didn't <laughs> like First Class. No, I don't like First Class. <laughs> well, I like it because he had the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I also liked how they mentioned he was, uh, they mentioned JFK was a, uh, a mutant in, in um, Days of Future Past. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. Did they? Yeah, because yeah, that's why he was in jail, because the, he tried to save the pre- They thought he was trying to kill the president. Were you trying to save the president? You tried to save the president? You know the magic bullet theory? Yeah. They were tying that into that. that He was was trying to stop the bullet from hitting him because he was a fellow mutant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and then they thought he was the one that killed him, but it was Mm. Lee Harvey Oswald. That was pretty cool. I don't like those kind of things because that's me, but normally, (laughs) but that's like you're messing with history there, but that that was pretty cool. (laughs) I like to think he would be a mutant. I don't like First Class because... It, it's supposed to be the start of the X-Men, but it in no way resembled the start of the X-Men. Like, why is Mystique... Why has Mystique been an X-Men for 30 years? Why is she on the team? Why is she Xavier's best friend? Exactly. That's all it is. Well, I, I think it's just a good... I think it's a good, like, 
reboot, I think they did the right move choosing to have a movie focusing on Charles and Magneto, who are like the two characters you should focus on. Well, I don't and like. Then they just I never liked their portrayal the either. Nothing against the two actors; they're great actors, but I never liked their portrayals of the characters. Well, why not, Joe? He just didn't like the actors, right? No, I I like the actors. They're I've seen them other things. They're great, but them as Xavier and Magneto do not. I don't. I never bought it. Well, why not, Joe? Well, because Xavier needs to be more conflicted and... Um, old. Old, <laughs> but also more of a jerk, because he keeps secrets Involved. from everyone. Um, which maybe he did in, in Dark Phoenix. And then Magneto, they never got Magneto to be a villain. No, I can't. I'm trying He's to remember. Done them all. He's was, killed a lot of people. Why are you looking at his half <laughs> Magneto just, it never, they never developed any of the characters. Because they assumed you know the characters. We still need to have character development. It was like in the, well, yeah, well, well, yeah, the Spider-Man was... movie, too, that they didn't really tell you what happened to his parents. They assumed that you knew what happened to what his even parents. In, right, but in Spider-Man, they still had character development, where he's like, I'm self-doubting. By the end of the movie, he's like, I'm Spider-Man, I can do this. It was a very, okay. So if you started as a happy college student, he's drunk, <laughs> then failed, became a paraplegic, what? And a drug addict. <laughs> yeah. And Days of Future Past. And then, I don't remember what happened in Apocalypse. Oh, and you were saying, there's been like four different iterations of Angel throughout yeah. these movies. Yeah, 12 Angels. Oh, didn't they make Storm bad in Apocalypse? I think so. Yes. No, Storm just came out of was nowhere. She, apocalypse? she was a horseman. She, she ends oh, up she being was a horse. And then she was good. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of people that they made bad in that, right? Yeah. Um, like Storm, Psylocke. Storm, Angel, Psylocke, and Magneto. Magneto. I think are supposed to be like the four horsemen. Well, we all know yeah. Magneto's bad, but Psylocke. Why do I not remember that one? How is Psylocke powerful enough to be a horseman? Well, well I don't know. he gives them a dish. <laughs> Uh, How was Angel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Angel in the comics does get experimented on by Mr. Sinister. He gets, like, metal wings, he goes insane, he becomes Archangel. It's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. but, movie, like, uh, Apocalypse in Apocalypse... Is powerful enough to give him the metal wings. That's but, like, weird. in Apocalypse... Oh, he gives them what they want, right? Destroying the entire Isn't world. Isn't that what he kind of says? Psylocke, doing something. I think Angel, I... flying in a corner. Yeah. Storm. Storm. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think that's the whole thing. Is he's like, you work for me, I'll give you power, what you want. What you want. Yeah. So yeah. the power increase was like a little unbalanced. Mm. You three, I'll give you the power to battle six children. Magneto, destroy the world. <laughs> Over there. Good job. Did any of you see Days of or uh, Apocalypse? Yeah. Was it good? I don't remember. No, it's, <laughs> no. it's fine. I just remember the end scene. It wasn't when terrible. It, it hit links to Dark Phoenix. Oh, because right? That? Doesn't she? Become powerful? The, yeah. Oh, that's right. She oh, goes yeah. like a mindscape. Yeah. yeah. Like a huge powerful moment. Yeah. 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 Well, they set it up, but apparently, from what Justin told me, just totally disregard that setup and just do something else in this movie anyway. Oh, I hate that. Mm. I hate well, yeah, that. Because yeah. that confuses the crap out of people. When they it set up a movie sense. and then someone else comes in, it's like, you know, we're not going to do that. And it's just like, what the hell? You had a pretty good setup at what? the end of Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the setup for this one was, but. I th- I thought in the trailers they indicated that that was... A cosmic force? No. Like it's supposed to be? No. I was going to say, I thought in the trailer they matched it to a Potassium. Uh, potassium. <laughs> what? In the, in the last stand, and it looks like in Dark Phoenix, the Phoenix force is like just locked away in Jean's 
Psyche. Isn't that in the original series? This is what they acknowledge it too, right? In the third X Men movie, yeah, that's how they did it. Yeah, but it's supposed to be just this cosmic bird, fire bird, that latches onto Jean Grey because she's like the only one powerful enough in the universe to handle the Phoenix. Okay, I so think it only that's goes to like people who are in worthy? Apocalypse. They did it like she was unleashing some great power within her, and I yeah. think in Dark Phoenix they went up to space like and manifested. Yeah, and it's so that's great. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> if any of you listeners have seen Dark Phoenix, let us know what you think of it. Yeah. If somebody has a positive review, we'd like to hear it. Yeah, because I haven't heard one yet. <laughs> um, has anyone actually ever uh, told you guys what they think? Yeah, we got people reaching out to us. Really? Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> yeah. Mostly through, yeah. like, messages on Twitter. Oh, but, really? Oh, Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was one of those, like, you, that was, like, a, a plea for, like, someone, please. No, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> we try every episode, but no one DMs us. No, we do get messages. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gave you the login information for all our social media, so you can look at Just them. Just mess too. around? Yeah. Just start DMing people? Yeah. Yeah, we... DM girls, dude. <laughs> Marvel therapy group. What's <laughs> up? Hey, baby, you're the one that strikes the phoenix up in me. I don't know. Don't go that far. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, we all have access to the social media, so it's four people running it. So hey, you got to give me that login again. I didn't okay. write it down. It's just it was in the group messages, and then I forgot about it. And then we started messaging. I was like, oh crap. <laughs> yeah. So I cry mostly, internally. I helped make it, and I can't remember it. <laughs> so it's great. It's mostly been oh, good going, me, but it's open to everyone. The quantum realm has really messed up you, huh? Yeah, well, it happens. Going back to Cyclops, I want to see Cyclops as, like, the revolutionary Cyclops, where he goes bad and starts waging war on humans. That's an interesting storyline. Well, that. I kind of want to see his origin story. Just be nice to Cyclops. They've just been mean to the guy for, like, ten movies now. Well, like, let him, let him be I don't hero. think he's supposed to be a nice guy. No, he's not. Didn't he have, like, a ten-second origin story in Apocalypse? No, yeah. in, uh... Origins or Wolverine Origins, yes, because he gets kidnapped in his high school, and then we get like Deadpool later gets his powers. No, he also has an origin in Apocalypse. Yeah, oh. they redid it. Weird. Also in um. <laughs> oh. See, this weird. would happen if you watched Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Also in Origins, we see Emma Frost. She's she remember she's um when they're busting everyone out of that prison thing, this woman comes out, turns into diamond to block all the bullets. Oh. Like, who else does that besides Emma Frost? Then we see Emma Frost, Ice fully Man's grown, girlfriend. in what? <laughs> she should be Iceman's girlfriend. <laughs> um, then we get Emma Frost, fully grown, in, in uh, first class. <laughs> Boom, there's your crossover. That's how you get them into the MCU. Like no, Iceman's girlfriend in the movie is Rogue. Did that make sense, what you just said? What? Then we see her all grown up in first yeah, no, because First Class should take place before. Yeah, so she wouldn't be fully grown if it took class. See? The timeline is all messed up. Also, if the Dark Phoenix saga happens in the 90s, don't you think they'd know what was happening 10 years later when it happens on Alcatraz? No one cares anymore. I know. It's a slightly separate universe. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited to have them rebooted and back in the MCU. Or in the MCU to begin with. Anything else about the X-Men? 
Logan was good. Yeah. They should have just that, that's where I see the franchise ending. It's just it ends it ended at Logan. Mm. Nothing else happened after that. Yeah. I mean if you think about it, this whole movie's kind of pointless is that everybody's going to die before Logan. Yeah. No, that's the biggest issue I have with Logan is that they said there's one line where it's like, "Oh, Xavier killed everyone in a psychic outburst." So it's like, "Great. None of the other movies matter if they're all going to die at this one point anyway." Everyone dies, Joe. Yeah. So here's the solution. There are six Infinity Stones in the X-Men universe. <laughs> so when they went back in time and they stole the stones, we now have six different universes. Nice. Ta-da. With the multiverse we brought up in Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, that's how they're going to connect it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the multiverse, definitely. You said multiverse. I did say multiverse. I can't contribute. Well, he said multiverse. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I want to see Kitty Pride more in the movies. She's a oh. good egg. Yeah, Kitty Pride is awesome. Why? Because her name is a Kitty. Because she's a great character. Oh. Like I said, I'm not in depth with all these. They don't use her much. No. Even when they brought her back in Days of Future Past, it was like sit in this chair. Yeah. Then and die. just put your hands over Hugh Jackman's head. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Protect the Jackman. We <laughs> <laughs> teach architecture. Twelve seconds. You did great. <laughs> well, again, if anyone has seen Dark Phoenix, let us know what you think of it. So, we can you can find us on all social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Not Tinder. <laughs> As, is that social media? I guess. Close <laughs> enough. We are not on I'm Tinder. Sure <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great way to advertise, though. Do you want to date a podcast? People do that. I've seen people like people put up pictures of a llama. This llama needs love. Love yeah. this llama. <laughs> <laughs> you may find us on Tinder soon. <laughs> we could do. We could all make profiles for different next X-Men characters. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty cool. You. Oh, never mind. We could do that for an episode. What? Go pick a, pick a, no, pick pick an X Men character or a Marvel character and create their Tinder profile. That'd be and funny. say like, put, what would you put on it? What would you say your school, your education would be pretty cool? That'd be funny. So yeah, <laughs> this was about X Men. I love talking with the X Men. I like turtles. And Connor likes turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> and tune in again next week for. Well, like an April, May, and June roundup? I yes. Guess. Yeah. We skipped all of them? Yeah, we haven't done a roundup in a long time. We haven't done it since March, right? Uh, no, we did do an April one. No, we did a March one. I remember Me you did I, a March one. Yeah, because yeah. I called it April by mistake on my computer. I pointed to Joe. <laughs> yeah, I pointed to him, but no one could see. You just have to, you have to say every time you make a gesture, like, point. <laughs> oh, one more thing. We're on iHeartRadio now, so you can find us really anywhere you listen to podcasts. Because people love us. Yeah. I applied for uh, iHeartRadio months ago and heard back last Wednesday. <laughs> but anyway, oh we're God. on iHeartRadio. You know, we were just talking about them and uh, <laughs> about how uh, Professor X and Magneto have to age. And yeah. someone literally. I just found this. I went on Facebook and this. I literally just found oh, this. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well. What the F happened to this man? <laughs> <laughs> it's a meme about how they have to age really quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll post it. We'll post it on Instagram. <laughs> All right. This, this has been. Let's say it together. This, this has, has been, been Marvel Therapy Group. group. Woo. <laughs>
Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session. 